Is Donald Glover coming back to Star Wars? And is Billy D. Williams? Also, does Moff Gideon have a backstory that uh, is much bigger than we expected? We're going to talk about all that and more. Welcome to Echo Base. Set your course for the Hoth system. General Veers, prepare your men. All troops will debark for ground assault. Prepare to target the main jet. Echo Station 3TA. On an Imperial Walker. Attack pattern Delta. Go now. Watch that clock fire, boys. Right now, I feel like I take on the whole empire myself. Target maximum firepower. Hey everyone, Eric, thanks for that great intro. We are we are here to talk Star Wars news once again, and with me tonight I have my two trusty co-hosts. I guess they're trustworthy. trustworthy. I wouldn't say yeah. I'm too trustworthy. I'm adding that whole Moff Gideon thing to the show notes because I forgot to put that <laughs> I was in. Like, yeah, I don't see the notes anymore, but yeah, oh, no, that's okay. You, uh, so the voice there. you hear is there, Eric. He introduced us, and he is here with us as well. And then we have Timothy, who is uh, changing his background yet again. We went from a Gungan to a Ghost Rider to now the Bridge A... Imperial Star Destroyer. Destroyer. Much so, better. Yeah. 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 I think it's a better, better background for you, Tim. It's my gift, my gift to you. You're no. welcome. I, I don't know what to say, Tim. I didn't get you anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's okay. Oh, I, it's I heard good. that you got him a Lego thing that you put together. I didn't get him a Lego thing. You didn't get him a, I thought you together. just showed it on, he, on the stream a minute he, ago. He has his own A-Wing somewhere. Am I the only A-Wing-less person here and in like one of you my are. favorite starfighters ever i would prefer an a-wing over an x-wing over definitely over a y. I, I would prefer like that old red wagon i had as a kid over a y-wing um the, the problem is it's it's big for a wing too that's what she said you know it's a fantastic model i yeah, really it enjoyed looks it is beautiful i i, I want one the so build, bad the build was awesome it was a lot of fun to do yeah and uh, tim and i were talking yesterday we did a little bit of bonus segment stuff and you're putting things together. You're like, why? What does this? And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, that's you where it that, goes. Oh, in the end. It comes together. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I would try to replace. I know there's no way to do this, but I would love to replace the red pieces with different colors, like blue. Oh, you yeah. Have the green yep. squadron from um, Return of the Jedi. Uh, you take, on take Lego, apart, like, I don't know that it would. Yeah, maybe. Well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't stay. Yeah, no, it, wouldn't, it, would, it would look weird. So we have some very interesting, it's not so much news as it is a, a very, very big, substantial rumor this week. And what would that rumor be? Are, are we, are we really, well, why don't you do that while I fix the movie chatter logo that's in the corner <laughs> of the thing? And when, why don't you oh, tell people yeah. what that rumor is? So, so the rumor is that we are getting an old favorite coming back to play a character again. Uh, actually, two, two old favorites, right? So uh, maybe. Two, and, two and one, maybe, because it's two actors in the same one plus role. two plus one yeah. plus one. No, different, different show. Oh, different, different movie. Show. Okay. <clears throat> so the rumor is we're having Daniel, Donald Glover. I almost said Danny Glover. I do that all the time. I actually <laughs> started to type in Danny Glover. <laughs> uh, Donald Glover coming back to reprise his role as Lando. Um, in a Disney Plus series, allegedly. What do you guys? What, what do you guys? Yeah, it's rumor. Allegedly, it's not, so not, not before we discuss stone, it, no, one's, let, no one's approved this. Let's credit this. This is sourced from uh, Kessel Run Transmissions. 
And uh, I don't know right. a whole lot about the back history of them, but I, my understanding from what I've observed recently is that they have been pretty spot on as of late with um, some of their uh, leaks coming to fruition and, and being confirmed as accurate. So um, I don't know, take it for what you will, but this is um, th- this is being treated by a lot of different places as very good, solid information. And it, it doesn't surprise me a whole lot either so so can can i can i just clear something before we get underway absolutely um and okay so i'm not i'm not knocking another podcast i want to not cuss or run transmission okay um and 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 yes they have podcast by the way yeah they they have been building a good reputation for things they've been putting things out i did however express um an issue with how they release this. Okay. And so how they release this, they had a tweet and it said breaking. (laughs) Donald Glover returning for Lando series on Disney plus or something like that. Mm -hmm. That makes it sound like news. Yeah. If something, if something is a rumor, let's be upfront and call it a rumor. Just like we did here. Just like on Guardians of the MCU, we have an entire segment called Rumors and Speculation. Mm-hmm. We and, and, and actually the genesis of that was a really thoughtful and good discussion with Liz because she said, hey, even though we were talking about rumors and saying that they were rumors, we were still talking about them within the context of, of news. And, 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 and she was absolutely right. And that's why we established that particular segment in that show. Uh, mm. to actually make that differentiation. And so I had a lot of, I, I took a lot of issue with how they had posted this on social media because they basically okay. posted it as news. That's, and so I, I think a lot of people immediately jumped on that. I mean, is the moment that I saw it, mm-hmm. I went to sours.com. I went to variety. I went to Hollywood reporter, basically mm-hmm. the, the, places that we consider authorities on any kind of breaking news or official or semi-official release of, of information when it comes to star Wars. Okay. And none of them had this. Right. So well, I, I mean, said, if well, it's, if it's this news, probably isn't news. Yeah. I mean, if I it's news, it's it going way. to be released there. Yeah. I well, saw I, breaking I, I, as I mean, like I'm a, looking a at, breaking report, breaking rumor. I, I, but I understand like you, you are probably correct that, the vast majority of people, when they see that, take it that way. I, 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 I get your point. Right. Now, I I mean, I'm looking at a tweet here now from, um, no outlaw. Um, I guess he's one of the people on Kessel run transmissions podcast. And it says, we can finally announce Donald Glover reprising his role as Lando in the future of star Wars series. They can finally announce he did. We can finally announce what they said. But what they're saying is that they have finally vetted sources properly and confirmed with more than one source. And like there's a there's a process for when you have someone that sends you information, you don't just go and and dump it on your blog because most of it's going to be crap. You want to confirm where they got it from. Are they a viable source? And then you want to go confirm it with two or three other sources you have. And then once you go through that process of vetting that particular rumor, then you can finally announce it. So again, I understand that most people probably looked at it differently than I did, but that's what I looked at when I saw them like, Oh, they finally went through and, and cleared that information up. And now they feel that they can 
announce that. So, um, mm-hmm. and, and breaking news in, in our chat room here, Random Chatter Media is taking over Lucasfilm. And I finally confirmed that. I just confirmed With it in sources? my head. I'll confirm that you confirmed it, Tim. Oh, my gosh. There, you I, know what? I and, feel like and, it, and it's getting a little bit nitpicky. Their sources. Though I will concede. <laughs> I will concede <laughs> what Tim said, though, that it it gives a perception that's not accurate. I don't know whether that perception hmm. was intentional or clickbaity or not. Even if it is clickbaity, I believe that the sources are probably correct. Even if their approach, as as Tim, as you said, might not be the best approach. I'll, and, I'll, I will and, concede and that. Honestly, yeah. like. I would love to discuss this with the people that run it. I mean, I'm not, I I don't mean to, to disparage them. I don't Mm -hmm. mean to say that what they're putting out there is false. I'm just simply saying that I think they misrepresented things. And again, whether it was intentional or otherwise, um, if something is a rumor, it's a rumor. Mm -hmm. And let's look at this from the other. Let's look at this from the other side of the fence though, Tim. So if, if, if you're doing the research and you're doing the, um, you know, the validation in this story to, to come out with this as news, um, you know, if would it be different if you were variety and you had done your homework and this was now a, in your mind, this is what really is going to happen. You've got vetted sources and you're going to, this is really going to happen. You're the one announcing it. It's not Lucasfilm. You are announcing it and you can say, we can finally announce that this is happening. There is news is that, that breaks is, that comes from other than official sources. Right. Once you get confirmation, that's so that's a good so, point. So is this different than that? I mean, they're a podcast. They're, they're, they're like, we are, if we had had this story and ran with it, we could say, no, we, we know this is happening because we vetted it with so-and-so. If and I so see and my so neighbor so. shoot somebody, I can say <laughs> that I'm reporting that it happened. Even if the police haven't gone to the local newspapers and, and an obituary isn't printed yet. Right. Yeah. Because it's I, not I, a rumor. You the, know, you know it to be true. Well, and so, well, well maybe these guys know this to be true though, is, is, is what I'm they? saying. I, it, 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 maybe they do. Well, let's just get like on the Eric show. Knows his neighbor shoot. Well, I mean, yeah, the, like that, for real, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with that. The wording. Yeah. But, but maybe it's the wording. It's, it's, you know, we yeah. can finally announce it's not them to announce that they can say we're reporting mm-hmm. that this is happening. I mean, I think that maybe it's just a, you know, slight we're, variation. We're arguing of, some of semantics here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. On the flip uh, side of yeah. that, semantics sometimes are important. Yep. So, you know, and, but all that aside. Yes. All that aside. All that aside. Please carry on. Um, carry so on. a question that was asked in, in the <laughs> chat room a bit ago, um, what leaks have been confirmed by them? Um, I don't I didn't prepare a list because I really just want to talk about the Donald Glover part. Um, there are sites online that have gone through and and gone back and given examples of different things they've done. I know um, I saw some of it on the, I keep forgetting. Is it the den of nerds or den of geeks? It's the opposite of the one that you two have heard of Um, the YouTube channel. um, They cover a lot of Marvel stuff too, but they also do quite a bit of dabbling in star Wars. Um, Yeah. Den of geek is very good. And then two other, um, two other sources I've seen actually break down like a list of different things they've gotten right recently. I, I, apologize i don't have the list david but Mm. that's a good question and and that is definite listen that is the type of thing you guys out there need to be asking when you are looking at rumors and we don't report on every rumor we see and a lot of times even the ones that everybody else is talking about we give it a few days to see okay now wait a minute where's it coming from 
Is it from mm-hmm. a reliable source? Is it from an official source? Is it from a pseudo official source, like kind of a, a variety Hollywood reporter in the sense that it's not Lucasfilm, but it's a professional media outlet, like a, a news, like a press organization? Like, where is it coming from? And and do they have what kind of history do they have? Do they have a reputation for putting out good stuff? Oh, sure. You need to ask those questions. Well, and the Flat thing out. is, like with um, Variety and Hollywood Reporter, we know that they have relationships within I don't know about Disney as a whole but they have relationships with Lucasfilm they have relationships with Marvel Studios and those entities Marvel Studios and Lucasfilm use uh, Hollywood Reporter and and Variety to put an entertainment weekly yep Mm -hmm. they contact them put information out there they yeah they deliberately contact them and say hey this is what's going on so it's not them breaking the, the news themselves They're they through these relationships are allowing those news outlets to break it. Um, it is confirmed. It is, it's basically official when it's coming from them because they're getting the information directly from those sources. Um, they've proven themselves to be very trustworthy and, and highly accurate because this is coming essentially from the horse's mouth on this. And they're just writing a news story off of it. Um, and so uh, those are very, very good. And I mean, those are definitely those are the top three that I go to um, when it comes to any of this stuff. Quick sidebar. Joe in the chat room asks, when should Disney or Lucasfilm come out and debunk rumors, if ever? A few years ago, Pablo Hidalgo used to be pretty active on Twitter in debunking a lot of stuff. And it got to the point where um, he had to stop because I imagine he was spending from the looks of it like. 10 hours a day, six days a week, just <laughs> yeah. debunking all of the, I mean, it's the internet. There's no shortage yeah. of stuff yeah. out there. It would be a full-time job for you to be doing that. So honestly, I don't think Disney should really get into debunking rumors or confirming or not confirming leaks. I would, if I were Disney or Lucasfilm, I kind of do what they're doing now as far as this approach. We talked before about the fact that I don't like and Tim and Lou, you guys have said this as well. I don't like how little information they provide. But when it comes to mm-hmm. information that has been put out there, I would say we we make press releases available and mm-hmm. um, we give interviews with reporters we have relationships with. And, and, you know, when we have something to announce, we will announce it. Yeah, I would say. Oh, go ahead, Lou. They're very much like Apple. They release stuff on their own timetable when they want to and how they want to. And very rarely do we see interviews with anybody saying that, you know, in a, in a, in an article on online that so-and-so from Lucasfilm confirmed this. You don't see that. Mm -hmm. I mean, we get news when there's a, a trailer or when there's a press release released from, you know, Disney slash Lucasfilm. And that's all we get. And usually it's much less than we'd like to get. Yeah. So about this rumor, though, um, so most of the the meat of the rumor is that Donald Glover is returning to repro to reprise his role as Lando. It will be for a Disney Plus series, not a one shot movie or anything. Um, that's the main part of it. In addition to mm-hmm. that, a separate rumor that has come out is that Billy D. Williams has been contacted about coming back. As Lando. Now, he's done voice work as Lando before, so there's a number of different things that 
could be wrapped up in that. But I was watching Kevin Smith um, does a podcast. He only does several podcasts um, with um, Mark Bernard, I think is the, yeah, Mark Bernard um, used to be called fat man on Batman. Now it's called fat man beyond. And I was watching them, their episode they did yesterday on Comic-Con and the guy that produces it, the, you know, the sound guy does the video clips and all that kind of stuff said that his opinion on this is that they're going to have Billy D. Williams. This is not a leak or anything. This is his opinion. And this makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. to me. They're going to have Billy D. Williams like he might open the episode with him going back over the audio logs, because remember in Solo. Lando was like doing these little audio blog things. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah, yeah. It would Those be Billy great. D. Williams going through the audio blog things and then it would flash back to the actual episode with Donald Glover going and, and doing whatever it was he was doing for that story that the older Lando was reflecting back on. Yeah. OK. I like that's it. cool. Yeah. yeah I, like I think that that's thought. a brilliant way to do it. So. Uh, what do you guys think? We've talked before a little bit about revisiting what we will call the solo verse. We kind of got the Filoni verse, the solo verse, and then the theatrical films as we know it, um, like the saga. What Why do you guys think? How much verse? time do we want to spend in the solo verse? I know some people are like, oh my gosh, it's the original trilogy again. But then others of us are like, okay, but we're not doing the Jedi Luke farm boy Yoda thing. This is a completely separate. Hmm. This is not going to be Luke's hero story. This is going to be a story about, you know, Lando, maybe interactions with, with Han before the whole, you know, a new hope thing happens. And so is this something we want to see? Number one. And number two, how much uh, time and effort do we want to put in? This is something we want, like a lot of investment from Lucasfilm or just like a little one and done. What do you guys think? I'd be happy with a miniseries out of this. I mean, I don't need to see a, you know, five season long series. Okay. If we had a four or five episode miniseries, I'd be, I'd be okay with that. That'd be cool. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I like that. Now, do, do we think this plays into the, well, we did the story last week about, um, was it Alden Ehrenreich saying that, you know, he knows some stuff going on, but he can't really say anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, this kind of would be the so. same time frame right because um they play the characters at the same time (laughs) yeah i imagine that there will be um at least some cameos and stuff there Mm -hmm. and uh i would i would really like to see an expansion of the world building that they did uh with solo especially at the end of it with the different criminal organizations with lando with han with kira um Mm -hmm. with maul i i think yeah i'd i'd love to see this play into the whole mall thing. Yeah. yeah. So they could do a mini series for Lando, a mini series for Kira, a mini series for mall, a mini series for whatever, or they could just make a series and hit all of those different points and have a few seasons. I'm not against having, you know, as you said, I don't know, maybe five is a lot, but a five season mm-hmm. story arc. If you've got stories to tell, then that's great. And I think the further we branch away from Han and Chewie, then we can stay tangential to the main saga without too much overlap. I mean, there's a long period of time between Lando at that age and Lando, as we see him in empire strikes back, we've got several years there that we can tell a lot of different stories about what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That being said, Oh yeah. There's, there's a lot of opportunity. 
I, I do understand the people with um, the original trilogy fatigue. I get it. I don't know. Yeah, but like you said, Eric, th- th- this is not going to be the original trilogy because we're not dealing with that storyline. But it's also There's that a lot era. Of things that, yeah, it no, is, you're right. Yeah. It, it is definitely separate story. There's a lot of things in that era. There's a lot of things True. that we can dive into. And I'd rather have them dive into other parts of that that might just be, you know, a brief cameo. Oh, hey, that's, you know, just for context. That's where we are. So in the chat room, they're saying the original trilogy has five movies and um, one or two. One and two more TV shows, one that's out and, and two more coming that are focused around the original trilogy. Whereas with the prequels, we have three movies and one television series that's based in the, the prequel era. Now, the converse side of that, though, is that one television series we have in the prequel era is like six seasons, seven seasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last two were pretty short seasons, but it's a lot of content. Um, but I mean, that it's a fair point. I see. I see. Nobody's complaining about there not being more content in the sequel time period. The sequel, uh, the time period we are quote yeah. in right now. I, I don't <laughs> see too many people clamoring for no. that. I wouldn't I mean, mind actually, but kind of, I wouldn't either. But it's been kind of a mess, and I think we just need to let it sit. But, but all the more reason to go and tell cohesive stories and, and like yeah, make I it mean, interesting yeah. again. Yeah, yeah there's point. there's definitely an opportunity to like clean it up and add some context to things. Um, but there's also for, for as much as it, like, like I've said before that I'm glad that the, the Skywalker saga itself is done because we're kind of fatigued with that, or at least I am. Um, I'm also, you know, I, I think there's also some fatigue with the, the sequel era as a whole. So I, I think that, you know, Hey, let's, let's go explore some other things. Let's play in some other sandboxes and some other time frames, And then, yeah, maybe we can go back to that. I mean, I'm not opposed to going back to it sometime in the future. Um, I think there are some really interesting stories. I, I, I want to see like contextually a lot of the stuff that we've seen in terms of the empire, you know, we didn't really get to see like how the first order treated the systems that it ruled over, you know, we, we didn't get to see a lot of those things. All we saw was really this conflict. Um, and, and it, and it kind of, it gives an appreciation for the context that we saw in the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy that they gave us a lot of that context. We got to see a lot more of how the empire or the, the Republic uh, interacted with people. We got to see a lot of other things. We, we got some trilogy of that was just first the, order V books. resistance. And that was it. We got some of that in, in the books though. And yeah, we might not have gotten like the whole thing about what they were doing in, in the unknown regions and all that. But, and I still like, I, this obsession with the empire, like I, I want the hero's journey. I want the people I can relate to. I'm, I'm not, evil i i don't get on podcasts with backdrops of star destroyers behind me or, or <laughs> well you know, maybe you should who's got over maybe there maybe you should i, I mean I, I would just like to know i mean you know from the standpoint of of what the state of the galaxy is in that's kind of i mean and yeah. i think a lando thing with the yeah. whole playing into the criminal underworld 
would be a Absolutely. great insight into the status quo. What, what's happening out there? You know, the, yeah. um, you know, the, 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 the climate of the, of the political landscape, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how would a criminal organization operate when there's a, uh, an empire with with a with an iron fist kind of ruling. I mean, so Joe um, pointed out in the chat room, we we got a little bit, a bit of that in Rise of Skywalker on Babu Frick's world um, that he was on. Oh, and, and okay. We got that, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. back at the beginning of the Force Awakens, where they went in and slaughtered an entire village as they were um, trying to find Lorsa and Tekka. Um, yeah. Again, we don't have a well, lot we have of that whole gap origin between, stuff. Yeah, and that's you know, really... I don't how, think we're ever we really going to get that adequately filled in. No, probably not, because it, it seems like it happened pretty quickly. You know what I mean? I mean, there was a... The Empire Did the Aftermath apart. do that for us? Tim, I'm Did about to drop you from the call. <laughs> After what? Don't troll <laughs> us. <laughs> just ignore him, Lou. It's okay. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it's just... It, you know, Punk. I, I, I would like that background of where did the first order come from? How they gain power? Where, yeah. where all the money come from? You know, and, and these are things that are, you know, nitpicky, but I mean, I, I, I'd like to know, I'd like to have, and maybe it's better in a book format, but um, you know, we, we just don't, it just, it doesn't make sense to me that things happen. A lot of things don't make sense in the Star Wars universe as far as how quickly things happened and where you transition from one time frame to another. Yeah. Um, and granted, it, it's a it's a whole universe that they're trying and to. I think we're going to see that again know. with the High Republic, too. I think it's going to feel like too much of a transition too quickly between that mm, and could be. the prequel era. But I, I think one of the biggest hurdles with the sequel trilogy now is that because the films left such a sour taste in people's mouths, there are a lot of people who just cannot connect with Ray. They cannot connect with, with Kylo Ren. They cannot connect with um, Poe. Finn's backstory. I mean, there's only so much backstory you can do of a stormtrooper while he's a stormtrooper, And they've kind of already touched on about as much of it as you can. And then nobody liked the updated versions of, um, of Luke and to some extent Leia, I think Han probably was relatively untouched by a lot of that. So there's not a connection that people have, like people just don't want to hear more mm-hmm. about those characters. And I think the the comics um, prequels that we had going into it, like the Poe Dameron comic book, I heard a lot of people complain that it was, it, none of it mattered. Like it, it was just too much. Hey, let's tell something that leads into it. But yeah. You know, you're walking on eggshells. Don't touch anything that might overlap into any of the movies because we still don't know what's going on with the movies yet. Yeah. So it, they were playing it so safe. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I would love a I'd love a series of short stories about um, uh, kind of Ray being brought up and bringing herself up. Uh, you know, a, as a teenager and such, because, I mean, we we've had so many of these things of. Uh, you know, stories, whether it's Luke or someone else on Tatooine or, you know, whatever, all these other things. And I'd kind of like to get that story of Ray, because there are the the story of Ray that we're missing is what made her who she is. So we kind of have like that, that formative stuff Mm -hmm. of, of her. And I think it would be cool because they could expand on some of the different 
characters that we that were just barely touched on in episode seven. Um, you know, we know some of those relationships and some of those stories from like the the making of books and that kind of stuff that gave, you know, some brief profiles and, and biographies of these people. But I'd love to see some of those connections. I And I'd like to see them in, in a collection of, of short stories. Maybe the it's collection of short worthy. stories. But, yeah, it's yeah. not movie worthy. It yeah. probably, I mean, even a novel is really just kind of like one adventure. Yeah, there's so not really I, a lot I, you I, can I do with other than the people in the community there on Jakku. What are you going to do? She was abandoned as a little girl and she sat there carving little notches on the inside of that. Her little hovel for so long. She did some things, but it was all like right there. It it was. And and, and that's why short stories. Yeah, that's why short stories are seem to be meaningful to me, because I think they can do a bunch of little vignettes of it. And and, and that would work. They could even do it in uh, like, you know, Gosh, Lucasfilm did those um, those animated shorts that were only like, what, five minutes yeah, long or 10 minutes long? That, like, you know, they could do some of those, yeah, yeah. Um, which which could be fine, too. But I'd actually like to see it in, in writing, you know, maybe even comics. Comics could be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think I, I'd prefer like if they did like young adult short stories, I'm I'd be all over that. I think it'd be great. OK. Because I do I, I do want to know more about Ray. I think. I love her character. There's a lot of people who think that she's a very superficial character and, and, and she's not. A, she has a lot of depth. I like her character. I, I like her character more than any other character out of the sequel trilogy. And and I will go out on a limb and people are going to hate me for this. But Luke was my second favorite character in the sequel trilogy. I like what they did with him. I thought that was the best part, if not the only significantly good part that came out of The Last Jedi. I liked right. the interaction with Luke and Ray and I liked Ray all the way through the series. But, you know, it, it's kind of like, you know, what made, what would make Ray interesting before the events that we saw take place in the movies? Kind of like Luke, what, you know, what do we need from him before a new hope happens? He was just a, a bratty kid on a planet, you know, working the farm with his uncle. Yeah. Um, you know, th- is there anything formative that happened to him beforehand or formative that happened to Ray before we saw her in, in, um, you know, the, the sequel trilogy, because right. arguably nothing happened to her. She, she was like Tim said, she was just kind of sitting around waiting for things to happen. I mean, Luke had a community of friends, but even then not a lot happened. Right. And I, I feel like even less happened with Ray. Yeah. But, but I, I guess the question I'm getting to is, you know, what interesting happened to those characters before we saw them in the movies? Probably nothing. And whatever did, as Tim said, would probably fit into short stories Mm -hmm. and couldn't fit any into anything beyond that. But I mean, um, you know, characters like, like Han, I think lend to a a story that what happened to him before we saw him in a new hope, because, you mm -hmm. know, he was a, he was a carry. He, he was a fully grown yeah. person, you know, in this, he, he had a, a life beforehand, whereas Luke really didn't. He, no. he became the person he became because of the, the events of a new hope. Um, and even Leia, who was Luke's age, Leia was out in the galaxy. She was a Senator. She traveled mm-hmm, yeah. from planet to planet. <clears throat> yep. Luke didn't leave his neighborhood. Ray didn't leave her neighborhood. Right. right. Nothing right. Yoda didn't leave the to, swamp to that we Ray know of. before. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. So when you have characters that are out there, 
who can travel around that opens up for a lot more storytelling. It, it's trickier with backstories for characters mm-hmm. who just never left their house, so to speak. Yeah. So, yep. um, before we get into the rest of the news, a quick network announcement. You may be list if you're listening to this podcast, probably even if you're watching it on YouTube, you may notice it's being released out of order. There are several episodes missing in between the one you're listening to now and previous ones. We ha- have been catching up. And by we, I mean me. Um, I've gotten behind some personal stuff's been going on, uh, but we are catching up on that backlog. I apologize that everything's kind of getting dumped all at once. If you don't go back and listen to all of them, we forgive you. That's fine. We get it. That's on us. Uh, we do have some interesting episodes that you're going to want to go back and check out, though. But uh, so for those who have been wondering about um, why things haven't been coming out on time in the past, uh, that, that's been what's going on. The good news is that from now on, the audio releases will be coming out the night of the recording for Echo Base, Random Chatter and Movie Chatter. Um, the video sweet. probably within a day or two after that. What's that, Lou? I said sweet. Yes. We've we've consolidated and, and refined the workflow to make it more efficient. So, in fact, right after we're done with Echo Base, we do movie chatter. And in theory, I could even mix it down and have it posted by the time we do random chatter. But not going to. I said you movie chatter. Say, I meant random you, chatter. Yeah. You might even say it's imperial like efficiency. You might, but you I, might. I won't. <laughs> I won't. Anyhow. Anyhow, yes. A- any other network announcements, you guys? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Unless Tim's hiding something. No. Probably. No, I'm good. He's like okay. that. Okay. You know. <clears throat> so, Eric, um, bring us up to speed on the whole Moff Gideon thing. Well, I assume all of our listeners have watched season one of The Mandalorian. If you have if not, they they you need to. Pause right now, watch it, and come pause back. Pause right now. It's <laughs> good content as we like to think we bring to you it's not as good as the mandalorian is so you know um we're going to talk some spoilers for the season one finale of the mandalorian here again it's been out for so long i'm sure everybody's caught up so moff gideon played by um giancarlo esposito is uh at the end of the finale carves his way out of his crashed tie fighter using the dark saber. Okay. Which is a, a lightsaber that was crafted by a Mandalorian in the Vizsla, Vizsla clan years and years back. Um, there's a whole history of that weapon going through what clone wars and rebels. Yes. And, uh, and now the Mandalorian Giancarlo Esposito had an interview recently and I watched it and he alluded to, Having certain things his character could do, I'm paraphrasing, but but uh, discovering that he was able to do things, the way <laughs> in which he worded this led people to believe that he may at least be force sensitive. Over the last week or so, it has been suggested that he may be revealed to be an inquisitor. Oh, ooh, what interesting. What do you guys That's think? Fascinating. Both of him being force sensitive and then of him being an inquisitor. So to, to backtrack a little bit, at least as far as legends go, 
Um, force sensitive would be people who can kind of feel the force a little bit and have some intuitions and stuff, but we're not talking wielding or building lightsabers. We're not talking telekinesis or real telepathy or anything like that. We're talking about just more kind of they use lightsabers in tune with things. I mean, mm-hmm. you can Han Solo used a lightsaber technically. Well, no, but the Inquisitors use lightsabers yes. with skill. So canon, yeah, right, uh, changed things around a little bit, and yeah, but yeah, but the Inquisitors were not quote force sensitive. They were force users, just not Sith. Yes, yeah, right. So sensitive mm-hmm. in, in implies that like you can kind of do some things. You might not fully understand what it is you're doing or why. You don't have a lot of control over it. You just you get some feelings. You, you get some intuition. Um, whereas a force user is someone who controls and uses the force. And the inquisitors were definitely yes. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Gideon inquisitor. Yes. No thoughts. I I'm fascinated by that. I think it's fantastic. Um, that will. So what that will give us is automatically some kind of, um, innate ability to, to utilize and wield the dark saber. Against Ahsoka um, in a heated against lightsaber Ahsoka, battle. Against anyone. So I think, so that's fantastic. That automatically kind of, that takes care of any issues like, oh my gosh, how did this guy suddenly know how to use it? Well, this is how. Um, mm-hmm. and, and really, even if he has minimal force ability, which I'm actually better with, um, I'd rather see some considerably downplayed force ability. I think that's awesome. I think it's a great connection. Uh, I think that that makes his age, the age of his character, pretty appropriate, uh, given the timeline from when we had the Inquisitors. Um, I think it all works. I like it a lot. Okay. I like it a lot. And yeah, it definitely fits Um, the timeline. Yeah, it does fit the timeline. I'm going to take the other side of the coin, though, and disagree with Tim. I I don't like the thought of him being a force user, um, primarily because I don't think we need to go to the force and have that kind of thing. I, I'd like to think that it's more of, you know, he had the dark saber. I don't know how he got it, um, but not that he can wield it and become you know proficient with it. I'd like to see him, you know, kind of similar to the way you know Han uses it to make a, a nice warm bed for Luke. Um, he carves way out of a, um, a TIE fighter. It, it's a tool to him. It, it wasn't something he could wield per se. Um, right, right. It was just a tool. So I, I, I am, Why not carry I'm a not pocket f- knife, though? Like, if that's just a tool and you can't actually wield it, that seems like... I mean, did he just wear it as but a it's also, power symbol? Maybe, maybe it's a trophy. Maybe it's a okay. power symbol. Yeah, Fair I think enough. that's right. Maybe it's that kind of a thing. It's He has this, and it speaks volumes to that he has this, not that he can use it. You know, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I, I am, I am less. I, I, I am not liking the fact that he might be a force user than than Tim was saying. So okay, all right, that's I, fair. I will say that from a storytelling point of view, if we do end up seeing Ahsoka, it would make things more interesting if she were able to have a lightsaber battle with someone capable of maintaining a lightsaber battle. Yeah. Again, it's a storytelling mechanic. Huh? I just don't want to see a lightsaber battle per se. Fair enough. This to me is not a lightsaber 
battle kind of show. True. This is, you know, the Mandalorian. It's, it's, you know, yeah. On the flip side of that, you introduced the dark saber. You have to show us the dark saber in action. You have, you know, in act one, if you have the rifle on the mantle over the fireplace, you have to take the rifle down and shoot <laughs> someone with it by act three. So yeah, sure. we have the dark saber. Somebody has to use it and it's not going to be cool if someone isn't using it. Well, Right. There are right. different ways of doing that that don't have to involve inquisitors or anything else necessarily. Sure, sure. I mean, but, unless the storyline with that is that, you know, we learn how he got the Darksaber, what kind of deeds he did to collect this trophy from whoever he got it from. Mm-hmm. And then you have someone like us who come in and smack him down, take it back and say, too bad. You, you want her to just literally come up and just backhand them across the face and take the dark <laughs> yeah. saber. One good slap. Take it, I'm yeah. taking his thanks and leave. Yeah. No, but I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't, I'm not looking for a laser battle in the Mandalorian. Okay. Is I guess what I'm saying. I mean, I don't want many of them, but I have to say, I'm not going to be upset if we see a live action dark saber. And, uh, and I love laser know. battles, but yeah. I just don't want to see it in this, this series. Okay. I mean, well, that's the, fair. The thing is we're, we're going to have to, I do. I, I mean, if he has the dark saber, we're 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 kind of forced into it. I mean, unless someone sneaks into his tent while he's sleeping and you know takes it and walks away snickering, I, right. I there's there's you the bad guy has to be defeated and they he kind of has of to worms. be defeated. Yeah, yeah he has to be defeated with a weapon that is uh, on par with his weapon. Right. So. Unless it's like a, you know, Indiana Jones um, <laughs> thing where, you know, the guy comes out and he's waving the sword around and, you know, bang. Yeah, Mando okay, just pops him in the head. But <laughs> yeah, but that's just that's the point. Like, you can't just that's lame. I mean, it was funny in Indiana Jones because it was, was it unexpected. Lame, yeah. You, yeah. Right. You can't just do that again because that's not. <sighs> no, I, I no, I, I get it. And I'm sure we're going to see something with that, with that element. I think the reason I don't quote, want to see lightsaber battles, it's more that I don't want to see Jedi progression. I don't want to see a Jedi storyline. I don't want to see training mm-hmm. and enlightenment and all this kind of stuff. We had that before we had Anakin, we had Luke, we had Ray. We don't need to keep revisiting that particular variation of the hero's journey. So I want it to be about the Mandalorian. If a Jedi drops in and slices some people up and drops out, I'm okay with that. If it's a cameo sort of lightsaber battle, that's fine. I don't want to see there be a whole thing about Jedi. I don't want to see Ahsoka come in and have some big character development over six episodes or something. And then leave again. And I had mentioned that a while ago too. We talked about this whole thing and all these new people coming in to be on a Mandalorian season two. And I'm like, it's about the Mandalorian. We have very little episodes to talk about the Mandalorian. I don't want to see everything else, but you know, the other thing in my mind, and and this goes way back to, to what was Canon years ago, but you know, there was one of the, one of the, the novels that talked about how only a true force user can wield a lightsaber, um, and control it. And and that has kind of changed now. I don't think that's the way Canon is anymore, but in my mind, that's kind of how things still are. If you're a, if you're not a force user, you can't pick up a lightsaber and wield it effectively and without killing yourself because it's not controllable unless you are a force user. 
but that goes way back to and, and so then we're looking you know, at what is quote canon effectively yeah 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 and there, there's there's also the debate on is star wars about the jedi or not because you have so many people who they want to see the jedi or force users or something along those lines in every single product that is put out that has the star Wars label on it. And I, I personally don't, I mean, sure. The Jedi are a, are a big part of that lore. Um, they were a, obviously a central part of the, the Skywalker saga. We're going to see more of them in the, um, the, the new books that are going to be coming out. But also like, hey, we got through Solo without any Jedi except the Maul cameo in the end. You know, there was actually there was no like Jedi or force user action in the whole mm-hmm. thing. And and I think that that was great. And kind of basically the same thing with with Rogue One absent the Darth Vader appearance at the end. Mm-hmm. There are still tons and tons of great stories to sure. see uh, an experience in Star Wars they have nothing to do with the force or with Jedi because they're just a small percentage of the population that's out there. Right. And I want to see more. I want to see more of the galaxy. I want to see more characters mm-hmm. and worlds and, and all that, that kind of stuff. And, and rogue one is a great example of that. And is as cool as that last scene was, I felt kind of betrayed by that because we were promised a movie with no lightsabers. And right. Right. The movie well, we were promised a movie awesome. with no Jedi. Yeah, true. You want to get true. technical, but I mean, you're, you're right, <laughs> but it still it wasn't part of the story. It was clearly an epilogue. Yeah, like, yeah we followed it was. our yeah. characters yeah. all the way yeah. th- yep. to their end. They were ended like that was mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. Quite literally. And now this is an yeah. epilogue. Yep. So I, I didn't feel like that was a cheat. So. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, that was by far one of the coolest scenes in Star Wars to date. Um, but Have you guys seen the, the, same- the um, footage where they've gone back and recut, not recut, but like <sighs> rebuilt the, Darth scene? the the scenes with like Obi-Wan and Darth Vader from A New Hope? Mm, yeah, stuff like that, that. that is pretty impressive. Have you seen those, yeah, Tim? I've seen that. No. We're going to have to get a link to it. At first, mm. I thought, oh, okay, it's some little fan film, whatever. No, it looks like someone went through and, like, with today's technology, rebuilt that scene in A New Hope, and it flows, and it works, and it it's, wow. Mm. Like, it looks legit. It looks authentic. But cool. the choreography and kind of the fighting style and concepts, it's much more along the lines of what we would expect today in 2020. And um, and I think they did a second one. Same people who did that one did oh, yeah? a second one. I don't remember what it is of, though. But it really impressive. Good stuff. I don't even know what to search for. I'll see if I can find it. Maybe we'll post it in Discord for everybody else. But uh, uh, unless somebody in the chat room. Here on, maybe yeah, has I think it. I found it right here. Okay. Really yeah, good stuff, so though. I'll post it in the uh, chat room. Okay. And we should also post it in, in Discord, too. Now that I said we, mm-hmm. but <laughs> anyway, so that's it. Moff Gideon. Um, maybe this is true. Maybe it isn't, but uh, Mr. Esposito definitely seemed to allude 
to there being more to Moff Gideon than we may have realized. So take that for what you will. All right. There yeah. we go. There's the link in the chat room for anybody who showed up for chat. For those of you who didn't, shame on you, but now you know. We'll put it <laughs> sure. in Discord as well. <laughs> Randomchatter.com slash Discord and then go to the Echo Base channel. And we'll make sure that I don't know if Lou's doing that right now. If not, I can I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm okay. going to push it there. All right. Um, next up, uh, two quick things. And I, I think we're done. Um, have either of you guys checked out the Alphabet Squadron Shadowfall book? This is the second book in the trilogy. Came out back on the ninth of this month. I have not. I own it on Audible. I've not listened to it yet. I have uh, not either. Okay. I haven't, I actually haven't read the first one, um, okay. which is, it's on my list um, mm-hmm. to do. I just simply haven't gotten to it. I have a, an entire stack of books that I'm still working on getting through. So yeah. I will get to it eventually. I'm in the middle of another book too. I was actually in the middle of the episode nine novelization. And I, I kind of gave up on it in part because I wasn't driving as much with the coronavirus and all that kind of thing happening. But I think also I just, yep. I needed something fresh and new rather than revisiting something that mostly I'd already seen. But I, uh, this is the second to next thing on my list is Shadowfall. I thought the first book was pretty good. It was not the best, definitely not the worst. Um, there's, there seems to be with the Canon books for me, there's a big gap right in the middle. There's the good ones and the bad ones. There aren't a lot that are right in the middle straddling that line. Um, not that all of the good ones are really good. It's just that I think maybe the bad ones are just really bad, but it, it's solidly, <laughs> yeah. it's solidly in the top half for me. I think that it was a good introduction to a trilogy as a standalone book. It is good enough, uh, but I'm hopeful for, for the trilogy so far. And I would like to read this book, but before that, the Dr. Afra audio drama, just came out and there's a panel for that uh that they did at comic-con at home for those who don't know san diego comic-con was supposed to have been this past weekend and uh they did all of the panels via youtube and you can go download them if you are a subscriber you can stream them anytime you want there was a lucasfilm publishing panel and a dr afra audiobook panel were there any others that i'm missing star wars ones i yeah there's the only two I heard of. I think so. There may have been one more. I oh, don't remember. I, and I actually was, didn't catch any of those, but I've been like, yeah. well, we'll talk about them in random chair, but I've been, I was consuming a bunch of them. Yeah. There's so. a lot of stuff. Um, the good news is though, you, number one, you can get all of it. Yeah. hundred percent of it. And number two, you can watch it anytime you want. It's posted there on YouTube. Yep. There was a third one, not officially from Lucasfilm, but it was, um, the psychology of star Wars versus star Trek. Oh, um, interesting. I didn't watch it mm-hmm. yet, but it looked interesting. I, I added it to a playlist I'm making of, of things to watch, but anyway, um, so Dr. Afro, the audiobook is out. I think it's about five and a half hours. I think it's a little under six hours, which is typical for an audio drama, um, mm-hmm. about the same length as the count Dooku one. Um, I've, again, I've picked it up. I have not, um, not listened to it yet. Lou, I'm, I'm reading the new Afro comic and it's fantastic. Yeah. I read the first uh, graphic novel, I think for Afra from the first series. Cause isn't there like a second series now of her? 
Yes, this is the the one that's out now is the second series. Okay, I have a lot of catching up to do with the comics, but I liked it. I liked her. I liked uh, the characters. And the good thing yep. is, if you have not read any of the comics, apparently I'm told that's okay. They do a good job of introducing the character. As long as you kind of know Vader, which we all mm-hmm. obviously do, then you'll be fine with this. Don't feel like you have to catch up on the comics or have to have read the comics to enjoy the audiobook. Apparently that's not the case. Yeah. Lou, I'm assuming and you've probably a- picked it up. I haven't listened yet. I have not listened to it yet. No, I actually, I'm waiting to pick it up because I don't have any more credits at the moment. Oh, okay. Um, I think in four or five days, I'll have you credit. <laughs> so I'll probably pick it up. Tim, you were saying, um, yeah, I, I, I think, uh, the character is great. And I think that this is, they have a lot of opportunity here to bring in a character that we have never seen on any screen anywhere. Um, but is still an existing character, uh, and to do something even more with the character to basically bring her out of comics, um, out of audiobook and get her on a screen and do something. She's a really interesting character. I mean, she really is kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the Indiana Jones of the star Wars universe. Like, and she also has like some really, really shifty morals. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just, there's a lot of really great stuff that makes her very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this one quite a bit and a narrator, but even the other narrators that are not Mark Thompson are there's really, some great really narrators good out there. Yep. Phenomenal narrators. And again, yeah, the just, production quality, the only thing like if I had to give them one piece of technical feedback, I would say that there are some times where the normalization isn't. I don't think I've had that issue, but OK, I, I've yeah. had it just with a couple of books um, recently, and it's only really in the car. OK, um, where I mean, there's enough background noise. With, um, uh, Queen's Peril from E.K. Johnston, okay. um, which was awesome. You liked it? Um, but. Oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, okay. loved it. Loved it. Yeah, that's you the, had a lot of good things to say about that, Lou. That's um, the Padme that, one, right? you, 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 you sold that book to me. That's that mm, now I mean, got it, added to it, my It's place. a young adult novel, <laughs> um, so it's not, you know, a full-blown novel. But, I, you know, I think the young adult novels have been knocking out of the park lately with Star Wars stuff. Yeah, and totally. E.K. Johnson does a great job with this one. And it dovetails so nicely into The Phantom Menace that... Uh, you know, I just can't, can't say enough good things about it. I mean, I, I was telling Tim before, it kind of feels like, almost feels like, you know, um, the stories that we had that, that Eric didn't like with the whole a different point of view thing, because <laughs> it, it was it was literally dovetailing into the events of the movie where you would see the same scene from a different character's perspective. But I um, like that. Yeah. I like that. And I think you would like this novel a lot because it had a lot of that into it. You know, it's okay. like, well, how did we get the pilots, you know, to be in the hangar when the droids were attacking? And we know how that happens now from Queen's Peril. And, okay. you know, the whole thing with Maul and how he was setting things up to to meet with, um, you know, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. It, we know now where he was for that. So it's, it's, it's just a really cool story and really nice dovetailing into the, into the movie that we you expand on what we already saw. Okay. I'll have to give it another try. Do that. All right. I, I there think is a good article on StarWars.com from the whole um, Comic Con Home uh, publishing panel talking about all the stuff that was talked about there. So okay. we can go to StarWars.com and check that out as well. That might be an easier way to find it rather than sifting through all of the various Comic Con videos because there were a ton of them. So. But that's all I've got. Do you guys have anything else for this week? No, I think that brings us to the end of the episode. Cool. 
All right. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Chat room, thanks for being here. It's always good to have a live studio audience. Yes. And uh, Thanks, we're going to close the show and come back at you with another episode uh, next week. Be sure to visit randomchatter.com slash YouTube to get this on video. And uh, if you are already on YouTube watching this, stick around for a few more episodes. We've got a lot of great content there. Randomchatter.com for all your audio podcast needs. And don't forget to join our Discord. Randomchatter.com slash Discord. Take care, everybody. 